Hi, I'm Jake Parker, and this is my podcast, Beyond Fit. My goal is to help you live a happier and healthier life by providing actionable knowledge and advice about a wide range of health and fitness topics. You can find me most active on Instagram at jakeparker.fit if you want to connect or just see what I'm up to. There's a quote by Robin Sharma that goes, the mind is a wonderful servant, but a terrible master. I think that the mind is the most powerful tool that we have for a handful of reasons. One of those being the more knowledge that you build and the more things that you come to understand and learn, the more you connect dots in your mind and you make more a more complete understanding of the world and of your surroundings and of the environment. The way that this applies to fitness is specifically, I'm thinking of the week I have kind of being a little bit more irregular as far as food intake, going to spend time with some friends, having some um, less than healthy food and some drinks, and just knowing that I can balance that with my diet and my exercise as far as being able to do some things to limit a huge influx of calories, but also not even just the X's and O's balancing part of it, but also balancing in my mind, how important really is it that I hit my calorie and protein goals every single day at the cost of a detriment to relationship with my friends or family? To me, friends and family and relationships are always the most important thing. And a thing about the mind is, like I said, you start to balance what's important, what makes you happy, what makes your life worthwhile. And all of these things, the more, like I said, you come to understand, the more you can balance them out on a regular basis and make intuitive choices that are the most beneficial to you, such as something easy as, should I go to this party with friends and eat some foods that I know aren't really going to fit my goals at the moment? Or should I you know, stay home and go to the gym tonight? Things that are Choices like that where, yes, as far as outcome, one is obviously better than the other um, as far as just the X's and O's outcome of your body composition and of your health, but you have to take into account your mental, your emotional health, your relational health as well when you think about this. This is why I always say that fitness is a lifestyle. And I mentioned intuition there. And another thing I think is really interesting, a concept that I would say I mostly read about in Robert Greene's book, Mastery, but have come to tie together a lot more um, the more I read and the more I think and the more I just reflect and get to mainly just get good inputs from other writers and people that I look up to is that intuition, although at first it seems like such a intangible and kind of esoteric word, really intuition is actually a pretty concrete thing in my opinion and it's the result of gathering and gaining knowledge and like i like i already mentioned a couple times putting together connecting dots in your mind and once you start to develop a well-rounded base of knowledge and you learn about things very widely and deeply and broadly the easier it is to make intuitive decisions because you have this information somewhere in your brain like somewhere in your brain this information these two things are clicking but it's not necessarily a conscious thing that's happening because you've 
put away so much quality information into your mind and you can feel confident in making good, quick decisions if to intuitively. A good example of this is like I was out to dinner last night and I chose to get a sirloin steak over a ribeye. And I had, I know when I reflect on it, I had this like quick decision-making process in my head. Like ribeyes are about double the calories of sirloin steaks because they have a lot more fat. And so is that really important to me right now to get a really rich, delicious steak? Or will a sirloin steak satisfy me just about the same, but also serve to not be a huge influx of calories? So even little decisions like that, but also big decisions as far as, we'll go back to like the party example. Okay, I want to go to this party, but I also want to go work out and I want to you know, eat healthy for my goals or whatever. You have to think very quickly and intuitively have I seen my friends recently? Is this a party that's going to have a lot of valuable conversations and not just gossip and negativity and things like that? You have to factor all these things in. But like I said, the more you know, the quicker you factor multiple sources of information in your mind. Another thing I wrote down here that I wanted to mention about the mind is that it's really important, another thing that I've talked about, to limit your decisions in the most effective way. So like the example I recently talked about was dialing in my breakfast to be just having eggs and oatmeal with fruit every morning for breakfast whenever I'm at home making breakfast in my apartment. And this has just been another area for me to eliminate, sorry, eliminate decision fatigue. And I think that something I've come to realize, something I've read about a lot, is that the more decisions we have to make on a daily basis, the less apt we are to make positive and good decisions in every aspect of life, especially when they're important. So the more that we can automate decisions that are not important, the more ability we have to make tough decisions well at other points. A good example of this that I've also talked about a lot is the fact that Mark Zuckerberg and Steve Jobs are famous for wearing the same clothes every single day, just because that was one way that they could control their mind to limit the decisions they had to make so they could good sorry, make good decisions in their day-to-day lives, in their businesses, and stuff like that. The last thing I want to mention here is that David Allen talks about in his book, Getting Things Done. And I did interview David on the podcast in the last few months. So if you're curious about getting things done and that methodology, go check that podcast out. But David talks about In productivity, it's important to not carry things in your mind. Like, oh, I have this grocery list. I know these five or six things I need to get. He would always tell you, write that down. Or like, oh, I have in my mind that I have a want to want to have a tough conversation with a friend or a family member or a partner. Write that down, journal about it, get it on paper, get it in the calendar. This is always preferentiated in the getting things done methodology. And in my life, I've seen it take um, a, a very positive effect because the less you try to carry things in your mind, the more you can achieve what David calls a mind like water. And you can think clearly all the time. You can not be weighed down by your thoughts because you know you have them stored externally and hopefully have some measure of looking at knowing you're going to get to them. So like, for example, putting them in a specific moment in your calendar. Today, I'm doing this. Today, I'm going to have this conversation. Today, I'm going to achieve this outcome, et cetera, et cetera. So I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I hope it was helpful. And just remember to treat yourself kindly think kind thoughts, and also use your mind as a tool. Don't let it be your master. Learn new things. Use outside sources to store knowledge and thoughts that you have. 
and be reflective and sharpen that intuition and always be learning more and always be thirsty for knowledge. Hey guys, it's Jake again. I'd like to ask you if you enjoy the podcast to take a quick second and subscribe and rate the podcast. It really helps me out. And in addition, it'd be great if you would screenshot and share to your story. I'd love to reshare and have a conversation about what you thought about the podcast.